Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program is brought to you by the Preferred Home Team. Content is provided for general information only and should not be treated as a substitute for professional advice from your legal or real estate advisors. Welcome to the Real Estate Radio Hour, a forum of ideas, plans, and expert advice on all things real estate. Andy Prasky with Remax Advantage Plus was named Super Agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Chris Rooney of Remax Preferred is a Lakeshore and Luxury Home Specialist. Together they cover the Twin Cities. This combined dynamic duo has sold over 2,000 homes. Ranked in the top 1% nationwide, top 10 in the state of Minnesota, and still have time to get together every Saturday to talk about real estate. Here's Abby Prasky and Chris Rooney, Denny Law, and the Real Estate Radio Hour. Yes, indeed. We are back at it, welcoming your phone calls and text messages if you have uh, any kind of a real estate question. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. All right, Chris and Andy, what was the week like since we spoke last? In real, awesome week. In real estate, that on, is. On Friday was the best day we've had uh, all year so far. No I mean, it, it just, the phone was ringing. People were asking, you know, great questions and, you know, setting appointments to get their houses listed. And it was probably one of the most energizing days I've seen in, in six plus months. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, how about the sun probably helped with that too. I, I would imagine. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. The yeah. I'm telling you, psychology is a big part of selling a house, and you know, and getting back into that when it feels like spring, then you think like spring. You know, and, oh, mm-hmm. let's get a house on the market. And for realtors, right? It's it's go time. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's finally got their stuff ready. Things are going on the market, and you know, and we were kind of in a time here that was it was tough because you got Easter, then you got Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and you know, when you go on the market, when you don't. Because um, sometimes, and usually it's Easter and Mother's Day, yep. you don't get as much excitement over that weekend. And it's fishing opener as well. Right. So maybe they're out of town. And then Memorial Day coming up. Yeah. And then Memorial Day, yeah. yeah. And so it kind of like, when do you, when do you put it on? Father's Day? Is that, that one? They don't one? care about that. Oh, I got you. It doesn't matter. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah, um, wait. We're, I, I know I do open houses on Father's Day, well, but no. But here's the thing, we Chris, we uh, joked about this for for years now that Mother's Day is always a guaranteed order or sale when you work an open house. Mother's Day, think about this, Denny. Everybody's out having a nice Mother's Day. They go to church, they go brunch. to brunch, and then they're like, "What do we do next? Let's go for a walk." And all of a sudden, people are walking the neighborhood, and the open houses get busy. We've actually had more success with, you know, connecting with people mm. on those kind of holidays, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever, than we have in the past. And it's a lot of agents, uh, you know, for, for obvious reasons, will we'll decide to not do that. But a lot of the guys and gals that I work with do, and they have great success with it. I hope but, you're I hope you're right. We did. We adjusted times. We typically go Sundays from 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. And like on these days, we go from 2 to 4. So they can kind of get their stuff done. And uh, and hopefully come and uh, walk that neighborhood. Yeah, mine just happens to be an acreage one, so hopefully they're, they're probably jogging, yeah, yeah. Jo- yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or driving. Yeah, just a nice little drive. But I think the weather is not supposed to be as great tomorrow, is it? 
Yeah, yeah Lynch it will. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, it's yeah, just a small chance of showers, but uh, not not. I mean, really small. Yeah, but there's a lot of open houses that happen today. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of make up for that. So, um, so yeah, market market is good. Uh, people are getting their stuff on. There's a lot of uh, good things coming. I know we've well, listed a lot of good ones. And and you know, Danny, the cool thing. I'm always the the shopper. You know, think about the what is the cost of money. Uh, mortgage rates actually went down this week. They softened wow. a little bit with all the crazy things going on in yeah. the news and the stock market. So uh, the mortgage rate softened a little bit again. They're just over 4%. I mean, it, it is such a fantastic value, you know, with a mortgage rate right now. Yep. Time to purchase. Yep. Yeah. Time to do it, you know. And then you talk about, uh, you know, interest rates being low. Um, Andy and uh, one of Andy's uh, teammates – Nathaniel Pettis, yep, uh, and I'm kind of helping market uh, some Prescott. Uh, you've that log cabin we talked about, but there's also development out there. Yeah, if you go to AndyAndRooney.com, mm-hmm. that uh, they'll they're they're willing to do contract for deeds out there, which is kind of unusual oh, cool. with very little amount of money down. So mm. on land, that's there. a Danny, that's a big deal on land. Yeah, and they're all a lot of times parcels. they don't they won't do that, and they uh, and getting financing on land sometimes can be. You know, a, a task in itself. I mean, local banks are usually the bank to go to, and then the amount of down payment usually shocks people because some banks will do, I think, as little as ten now, but most of them want twenty or thirty percent down on on you know vacant land. Sure. So it's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, it right. is, and you know, I mean, usually with a development, when they you buy a lot, they want you to start building on it right away, mm-hmm. usually within a year, but. In this case, you could extend it if you wanted to. So, so for a quick example, so do they want you then to mow it? Obviously, you, you close on it, you pay the taxes, and there's an association fee, I'm sure, that you, you pay. But are, are you supposed to be mowing that lot then? Or it's very minimal, you... but you don't have to, no. So you can let it go yeah. natural and let Absolutely. it sit? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, until you're ready to kind of get out there and build. So cool. kind of a good opportunity. So we also brought uh, a back a repeat of performance, Mr. Thane Tandy, from Naughty Ore Marina in uh, Prior Lake. Um, I've known uh, Thane for years. Uh, he's given us a lot of insight. Uh, he yeah. obviously owns a marina, um, really kind of in tune with the lake. And uh, also you guys are selling. you got a, a line that you sell as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, thanks, uh, Chris and Andy, for having me back. I guess uh, it was back by popular demand. I'm, That's I'm, correct, I'm, yes. I, I, we I forgot pick, to add that. I'm, I'm picking that up. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we uh, are into our third season now selling the Crest Pontoons, and they've been doing real well and, and talking about weather. That has uh, really helped the boat sale as well. And Mother's Day here. Can't forget about our moms here tomorrow. But, yeah, the boat sales have really uh, been increased and a lot more inquiries, and it's a great line we carry. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're a real estate show, but, I mean, what, the reason why we talk about this is because a lot of our listeners are actually on water, and we talk about what's the best way to enhance your use of the lake and your lifestyle, and what a, a awesome opportunity with a pontoon. They used to be the old man sport. Now it's my goodness. We talked last time you were in studio. It's it's so crazy what they're doing with pontoons nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. You know, back in the day, pontoons were kind of looked at as like minivans. Yeah, they just they just weren't cool. Right. And uh, but now it fits all ages. You know, there's nothing better than having a luxurious floating. Uh, barge and then putting yeah. a, a nice uh, big engine on it. It's oh, the best yeah. of both worlds. For two, well, like I say, we get uh, we're up in uh, up at the cabin and we get on the pontoon and it's like sitting in a lazy boy. It's like these seats are so cozy and comfy and you know. And how do you not have fun when you're when you're comfortable? Absolutely. And and, and live it on the lake. I mean, it's obviously a lifestyle, and I think that's what we wanted to kind of talk about today is kind of bring in all aspects of it because I mean, being on the lake is fantastic. But you know what? There's some expenses that come with it as well. Mm-hmm. And so whether or not, you know, it's, uh, 
you know, buying a, buying a boat, maybe you're renting one, mm-hmm. you know, you're utilizing that marina instead. You know, there's a lot of people on the lake that don't even have docks, you know, and they, they'll right. just use the, you know, I mean, renting versus buying. Mm-hmm. Thane, you might want to close your ears here, but I know you guys rent <laughs> as well. But, uh, I mean, being able to get out on one of those uh, lazy boy uh, barges, as <laughs> taking your guys' little quotes here, yeah. Um I mean, you can get out and enjoy the lake for what half a day. How much? What's that cost? Yeah, it depends. You know, weekends and holidays might have a little bit of an increase, but yeah, for two, three, two to three hundred dollars. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is that we actually have lost. Uh, you know, had a little bit of turnover with uh, slip customers because after they saw our our awesome line of rentals, and not the typical uh, little folding chairs and whatever <laughs> else. I mean, these are brand new every year. So uh, did you that, did you guys ever have that growing up where you have the pontoon where everybody's in a lawn chair totally and then all of a sudden you hit a wave and everybody's lawn chair collapses <laughs> we used to li- we used to live on 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 Prior Lake uh, back in two thousand one and I remember we had one of those pontoons on Fourth of July you know we had the chairs on the deck of course and we were coming back from Fourth of July as you know Thane it's crazy out there Absolutely. on the water and everyone's going. We had too many people, and it started on the front. Yeah, it started oh going God. under the water. The chairs are flying off. And we're like Uh-oh. everything floats in the back of the boat. That's, you know? that's why I'll just rent one instead, <laughs> and then hand him back the keys and say, "Sorry totally. about that." Yeah, yeah. it's yours. Yeah, <laughs> no, was, those are fun times. So I tell you, they uh, the, some of my best memories as a kid were at the lake for sure. Or totally, my, I was so lucky. My grandparents on uh, basically on all sides of my family have all been around water or had something to do with water, cabins, whatever. And that's just the best. And, you know, even now, like when you look back, I, I still have connections with my cousins because we remember the, you may remember when we were fishing and those girls were waving at us and, you know, and all those crazy fun memories that you can create at the lake. And it's just, I'm telling you, if you can afford it, like I, I grew up where I've always wanted to be on the lake. And it's one of those things that, man, if you can afford it, uh, let's do it. It's well worth it too. And I'll tell you, I was just talking to some people this last week that were doing, they're, they're selling their cabin up north, they're selling their house, and they're getting on the lake, you know, here, because they want that, they want that every day instead of just, you know, Live right, it on the weekends. Think about it. And the other thing is, is that, you know, like they were saying, they're, you know, people don't have time to go up to the cabin, yeah, yeah. you know, and so they're saying, hey, let's, let's grab it down here. And that's why, I mean, prices are, you know, you'll see like uh, Let's one talk about level that when we living. come back. Talk yeah. about the difference between living on a lake and not. Yep. All right. We'll do that. We'll take our usual break here. If you have a real estate type of question, call it in or text it in. And good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, if you do happen to have a question, 651-989-9226 or send a text if you like. That is 81807. Uh, do you want to grab that? Should we do that? Yeah, how much does a slip rent for on Minnetonka? I know that you hmm. are have them on Prior Lake, but I'm sure you probably know. Yeah, well, uh, ours are pretty much have a flat rate price. We were letting them go now for thirty seven fifty a season, mm-hmm. a little bit more if they want dry docking. But I believe most of the Minnetonka slips are based on the accommodations and length of the boat or length of the slip. Yeah, footage. Yep. Yeah, there's some there's some big differences. You know, I, I've got friends that have uh, rather large boats on there, and they spend up to ten thousand a summer. Yeah. Oh you yeah, know, I think I think a lot of those slips we were I was just looking online, and they were um, while we were talking, and there was some stuff over in like the on the Saint Croix where it was up to sixty foot boats can be accommodated in their marinas, 
And it was like so many, it ended up being like 900 bucks a month or whatever it was. And it's, but they make you sign a yearly contract. Yeah, you got to sign them, all year long. Yeah. And some of them are bubbled in so that they stay there. The boats don't, they don't pull them and trailer them, you know, obviously. So. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll, they'll store them for you and stuff like that. So you, you mentioned dry dock. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, typical dry docks, uh, you know, businesses will take and drop the boat in via forklift, but we accommodate uh, quite a few of our customers where, they just leave the boat on the trailer, and then they'll call in, you know, two to four hours ahead. We'll tow the boat out of storage to the lake, drop it in, and they walk right onto the dock and jump on. And when they're done, they just throw us the keys, and we load it back up and put it back into storage. Sounds my, like my lifestyle. I, I like that. How about you, Denny? <laughs> I love, yeah. yeah. I we, saw you shaking your head. Yeah. yeah, we don't have red carpet like you would probably request. <laughs> That's Andy. And, and theme music when he's walking down the dock. It's funny when you talk about that, you know, with, with slip rentals and the size of the boat and stuff like that. And that's really how lakeshore property is, right. is whether or not you're on a, on a cliff, what part of the – which way do you face, you know, um, what's the shoreline look like, you know, how much shoreline do you have, what you can build. I mean, if you have 50 foot wide, I mean – you're, it's going to be hard to get kind of like a main level living type place. You're kind of going up, so you get a different type of buyer. Yeah. You know, obviously, if you can include the most type of buyer, and what we're finding is that you know a walkout rambler type on a lake that's um, you know fairly gradual to the lake or flat, mm-hmm. not in a floodplain, is where you get your most money. Yeah, I think that's the easiest too, because then you. Your guests come over. It makes it easy to get down to what they're there for, which is the lake, and then to get back up to the cabin is fairly easy, but. You know, I've I've had uh, relatives of mine where they actually seeked um, properties on the f- the busier lakes, but they didn't want to have the busyness of the boats in their face. So they wanted to be up, you know, twenty to thirty feet above. And so they were looking for a property where they could actually ride down to the shoreline, keep up high, and then have the beautiful, you know, serenity of the views and the and the you know, you're at the lake, but you're away from it. There's a lot to say about that, Andy, because I mean, we'll we'll have that. I mean, on the lakes, there's some that have just, I mean unbelievable views. And there's a lot of people that like that, like myself. I like to just see the water. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go in it. I had a, a terrible... You're the guy with the pool at the lake? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of a... I was I was bit by a fish. I think it was a piranha at 11 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I'm not going back in there unprotected. They got counselors for that. The sun, those sunfish are aggressive. If you That's have a 11. freckle, yeah. uh, even up in Big Lake, oh, tell me about there, it. They, they go right after freckles or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, they're nasty. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I tend to stay out of it. But I, the <clears throat> views are are wonderful. And I think a lot of people say, well, gosh, it's not flat lakeshore. Let's try not to tell them when you're marketing it. And that's yeah. I think that's the opposite you got to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's a lot of people that love that. And if you say that that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. then they're going to look at, okay, that price, I'm going to get that price lower. Versus like, hey, this is a great majestic views on this. And now you just got to get down to the lake. I mean, how many times do you go down and onto the boat and into your you know, or mm-hmm. go swimming in the lake. You're looking at it most of the time. Right, exactly. So, Yeah, it's all fun to you. forget your sunglasses or your bottle opener. You got to <laughs> take that hike up to get it. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. they have those boxes down at the beach. Well, oh, you know, right. a big yeah. part of that too, guys, I mean, and not to, to bring up all the labor part of it, but when you have that higher lakeshore and you're bringing the, the jugs of gas down to fill up your toys – that is a pain, You know, we too. have marinas that supply fuel as well. You know, Reason seven why I would <laughs> keep a boat at a slip. Uh, I don't have to deal with it. But you, yeah. you're right. I mean, that's that's – and it's not that much more expensive. I, you know, you do the math on it. By the time you buy your big gas buddy for three, 400 bucks and you 
you break it, of course, every summer. So you're buying parts for it because they've got so much fuel and sloshing around. And yeah, but the mis- misconception of that, though, yeah. is, and we try to educate our our customers, is that you know the fuel we sell is basically specifically for marine. Mm-hmm. It's a marine grade. It's a non-oxygenated and non-ethanol. Mm-hmm. And the big kicker is, is the ethanol. Uh, you know, it tracks water, and and it's it's just uh, it make it just doesn't burn as clean, doesn't have as mm-hmm. long of a shelf life. So we, you know, our cost on it is significantly more than what you get at a fuel station. So it's not your high octane, different grade. So it's a specialty, yeah, and, and that's uh, that's something that's I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good point because you know we've always thought of it just as a convenience fee, an extra yeah, buck, buck fifty a gallon, and, and, yeah. and it's not necessarily the case. And we hate that. We, we do not. Uh, Price fix based on convenience. It, it truly you is should, a higher right? grade. We should, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you have Hag- and you have Haggis pizzas. That's Ooh, absolutely. Yeah, that's better than Haggis. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. It you is should send close. us some samples. It is getting close yeah. to lunchtime. We have to take a break. We have more show to come another half hour or so. If you want to ask a question uh, by text or phone call, 651-989-9226. Text, meanwhile, 81807. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show here on CCO here every Saturday in the 10 o'clock hour. If you have a question, call it in or text it in. Again, the, the phone number is 651-989-9226, and the text is 81807. You guys want to grab a text? Should Let's we get to it? We're getting a few in here. Let's see. Oh, uh, here's one that we get from time to time. Uh, what do you guys think of the current trend of selling your house as is? And I think they mean by the current trend because there's a lot of places that will buy your house. A lot of ads is. running, yeah. Ads, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you want out quick and uh, are fine to let someone else make the, the equity part of it, I mean, I guess it's not a bad thing. But You know, I still think those I'm are – I'm just anti in, it because – In today's market though, Chris, and I'm, I, I'll just make a bold kind of you know prediction here, that the, the way houses sell as fast as they sell right now, I don't see any value in a quick – get me out of pain offer. You could hire a local agent, have that house full of crap, say I'm selling it this way, full of crap, excuse my French, but <laughs> that's French for garbage, um, that, uh, that you know, He's would, be, would be full. Yeah. And you could say part of the price is you clean it out yourself, it's as is, and you'd still get offers. And you'd probably get offers that are significantly higher. And you have somebody guiding you through the process versus crossing your fingers, hoping they're not, you know, contracts are where you get stung usually. So, um, and I'm not calling anybody out on their contracts. I'm just saying that that's where you want to make sure the terms are in your favor versus instead of somebody else's. Yeah. And usually when somebody else writes it, it's usually in their favor. So. Right. And remember, when you're selling it as is, it depends at what stage of as is you are is right. what you'll get paid for it. So it's not like, hey, you can have a foundation that's falling right. down and think you're going to just get away with that and right. get the same price because well, you're not you going to do that. We've had it where, Chris, you and I have also used an as is addendum in a, in a sale to protect our seller where it's like they just want to be free and clear of all future. They want to move on, retire, go wherever to the. So know. upon closing, it's as is. It, yes. Yeah. You're accepting it today as it is. You're not going to come after us. It's, you know, yeah. buyer beware. And mm-hmm. a lot of people think that, you know, hey, that That's whole okay. as is addendum is that, you know what, you're purchasing, you're buying it as is. Well, you still have the inspection. Yes. To go through with it. And if you don't want to buy it, you don't have to buy it. You right. know, if that as is got too crazy and or. It happens that, hey, you know what? I didn't know about this. The inspection mm-hmm. kind of showed this up. Um, I want you to be able to pay for it. And right. some people say, well, no, I sold it as is. Well, okay, then we won't buy it. Right. You know, so it's as is as the date that you close on the property. Disclosure law still applies. So you still have to do either the waiver, you have to do the disclosure. And so the buyer's coming in. If, if everything's waived and there's an as is addendum, I mean, really spend your time 
doing your due diligence because you don't want to waive all of that and not have a recourse if somebody, you know, fraudulently sets you up. Yeah. And typically an as is you would get it if it was based on lot value. Right. And let's just say it was a house that was starting to fall down and you were going to tear it down anyways. Mm -hmm. Now you don't need an inspection. You say, yeah, it's as is. It's done. Right. Gotcha. Just to clarify, because I've read into that quite a few times. There's another one. Uh, do liens against real estate properties need to be cleaned up first, or can they be cleaned up after the sale? Just need to be cleaned up prior to mm-hmm. transferring title, or otherwise it will be cleaned up at that point. Right. It depends on the kind of deed that the, the consumer asks for, too. If they ask for a warranty deed that warranties that we've cleaned it and scrubbed it and cleared it, that's different than if they accept you know, they may accept um, a, a lien from an association or they may accept a whatever, you know, just depending on how they're buying the property. It could be cash and they're okay with that, you know, because they're getting a, a great price on it. So they'll assume the um, – but a lot of times they need to be cleared up. You're right. Okay. Here's another one. Are your pontoons on a lift or do they float all season? Mr. Thane. <clears throat> well, at uh, the Nadior Marina in Prior Lake, we have 125 slips and I would say we got just under 20 lifts. Um, uh, to accommodate pontoons and or runabouts or whatnot. But uh, for the most part, all of our pontoons are, are floating. Can a, some, can some a pontoon those... float all winter? <laughs> I mean, is it okay to just leave it in the, in the water? There have been some people that do that. But, you know, with ice damming and shifting of ice, it can, it can cause yeah. havoc on them. But we don't. You, even we don't, in bays? Yeah. We you still we, don't want them. You want yeah, them out of the water. Yeah. We would recommend doing Chris, that. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but Thane actually has pictures of a pontoon he's building custom for a client right now that looks like it'll fly oh really oh dual 400 horsepower engines on the back of this beautiful boat two two four two four hundred horsepower on. engines i'm telling you if that thing had wings it would take off over the lake <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna be launching that it's gonna be our demo at the nadior here for the spring and early summer so yeah um crest builds a really strong uh superstructure that's 25 percent thicker aluminum so they're the only wow. one in the industry that can hold all of that on there so yeah, it's it's kind of fun for us because we can literally build a twenty thousand dollar pontoon all the way to two hundred thousand. You know, mm. sky's the limit. So, yeah, we're uh, all the guys are getting pretty anxious to to get behind. The, what do you what do you the, power the crest pontoons with? What, yeah, what we're uh, we're a certified Mercury uh, dealer. Awesome. Yep. So we're we're running with Mercury, and they've been great to us, and uh, um, haven't had a single problem with them. They're out of Wisconsin, right? Yep. Or? Yep. Right out of uh, cool. uh, Fond du Lac. Yeah, awesome. Wisconsin. Support so. the local uh, workers, and that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's been a great line for us, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. There's a line open if if you want to use the phone for your real estate question again, like some other folks are doing. Send a text eight one eight zero seven. Okay, Eddie, you'll like this one. Uh-oh. What do you think of services like Redfin? How will services like this change your industry? Change, I don't think they will. Change the industry? I think it continues the stereotypes that real estate agents rip you off because once you – if you think about this, for example, the big ad that's everywhere, they run. You know the percentages and whatever else, but that's just for your side as a seller. So what I always say is this. What are you getting for what you're being charged? If you're being charged 1.5%, how much of a service are you being provided with 1.5%? Is it brochures? Is it full negotiations? Is it the marketing networks? Is it the whatever? Or are they just throwing it online? Right. And those are questions that I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying that. So you still have to pay the other side of the commission. You still have to pay out the 2.7% on the other side. So you're really, they're, they're, it's 
a little misleading, I think, you know, in the sense that, but if you already have a buyer, they can do it for one and a half if you already found your own buyer. So, I mean, that's, you right. know, it's just another gimmick. It's a company trying to make a living. They're new to the market, so they have to come in with a big splash, and that's how they're doing it. I think in any industry, you're going to find, I mean, what you believe is value and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> what you deem is value to you. And I, I always right. say, you know, it's it's not what you pay, it's what you keep. And in right. the end, what is it that you want to do? And I think... Right. You know, in in some cases, and I don't know. I don't I don't work for them. I don't know what they do, but I know our biggest thing is positioning the home to sell for the most amount of money. Right. You know, and getting it ready. And there's a lot more to it than watching HDTV right. and, and googling it what to do because there's different pricing segments, and you got to know what the heck is going on out there right. and how you can attack it and grab it. So well, and at the end of the day, Chris, you and I both know this is that when you look at you know side by side. What is a real estate agent trying to do for you? Ultimately, they're a marketing person coming in to market your property to help you sell for a higher price. If that person's not adding value, if they're just putting it on the market and putting a sign in the yard, they're ripping you off. I mean, it depends on, of course, what they're charging you. I mean, if they're charging you $39.95 to put a sign in your yard, it might be a good deal. On the other side of it, what I look at is break it down when you're shopping your agents, and especially if you have a high-end property or you have something where it's a unique situation you're going to need that support and that extra marketing to actually fetch you the price that you want in the timeline that you want. And so the gimmicks of uh, thinking that everything is the same is like saying doctors are all the same. All lawyers are the same. And and if that was the case, then there wouldn't be, need to be so many of them. Yeah. Just compare apples to apples Correct. and you'll get it. So, But I think that's as our job as agents to be able to educate you know that seller uh, that's that's looking at that, but right. I don't. I'm not one bit afraid of telling people, "Hey, look into it, check right. it out, see right. if, see if it works for you." Because if it does, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I don't think it's changing our industry in the traditional sense. I think there's still a need for what we're doing, but there's there definitely is the. I don't have the money to to hire an agent. I understand that, or you know, so then you may not sell your house for as much because they didn't get the hype or they didn't do the pre-marketing or they don't have 1,500 agents that are waiting for your next listing to come online. So it's, it's it, I don't know, it's changing in the sense that I think it's confusing the customer more than it's changing our industry. Yeah. Well, it's also probably the equity if they have that in there too, if there's enough wiggle room to pay you guys for your expertise. Sure. Services. Well, usually that's the case, and th- yeah. that's a great point because – in most cases, real estate agents can sell that house for more. Statistically, they've shown it. It's like 8.5% more than if you sell it yourself. And so it covers the spread easily. Yeah. yeah. It, actually, you make money on the spread. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. Again, inviting listeners to join in on the conversation if you have a real estate question. In the Twin Cities, our current temperature reading here on CCO 58. We'll be right back. And good morning. Welcome back to The Real Estate Show here on 830WCCO. We are accepting, as we always like to do, your real estate questions by phone and by text. And I can see, guys, we do have uh, callers let's in there. Let's, let's help them out. I think Steve in, is calling from Burnsville. Steve, what's your question, please? Yeah, I have a, live in a townhome in Burnsville. It's worth around $200,000. I'm going to be selling it in the next month or two. I'm going to be refinishing my deck. I've got new carpets, granite countertops, new hardwood floors. It's pretty much in good shape, but it does need painting. I'm just wondering if it's worth it to put Fifteen hundred to a thousand dollars in it to get painted. Will I get my value back out of it if I sell it, or in today's market, will I better off just selling it without painting it? Okay, Steve, you get a two hundred thousand uh, dollar townhouse in Burnsville. Paint that, and you're going to be very, very happy with what you uh, mm-hmm. get for a return because they are hot right yeah. now. Anything around two hundred thousand is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. And so you got it, but turnkey, and, and especially when you you said hardwood floors, you said granite. Yep. I mean, those things are the the hot buttons. Well, and I think townhouse lifestyle too. Think about that, Chris. I mean, th- that's a busy person that doesn't totally. want to maintain stuff, and they're on the go. I think that would be a great advantage to have that painted. Yeah, I found the color that we use a lot. Someone asked a couple weeks ago, and I kept forgetting what it was. Clay beige. Mm. Clay. It's a good beige. color. Yeah. And then there's a, a pewter color too. That's kind of the gray on the gray one. That, yeah. Look at Thane's writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's going to paint your new uh, 400 horsepower pontoon, <laughs> clay beige. Okay. So what else? What do we get? Um, that andyandrooney.com. Uh-huh. Um, that's where you can get all of our uh, information and contact information. Also on the, the Aspen Creek development with the contract for deed. Cool. And then you are going to post uh, that new little boat on there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. People can come down, take a look at it, and yeah. if they ask and Maybe nicely. put some stuff about Nadiwar Marina and yeah. what you guys do, and people can rent boats and stuff. Absolutely, and we'll uh, be glad to take them out for a little spin too. Jeez. Okay, Andy, do you guys actually sell northern Minnesota lake homes or, or refer out? It depends on what northern Minnesota means. Yeah, Champlain. I mean, <laughs> Not south. <laughs> to me, that's one, north, yeah, northern Minnesota. Once you Minnesota. just pass the border patrol, you hit Champlain, <laughs> I'm still good. We actually, I, I'll go probably 45 minutes north of or around that area comfortably. And if it's an exceptional property, we just were talking to a couple people that were out a little farther um, you know, straight west that we would look at that too. It just depends on what value do we add because if you need – And what and, the sellers are looking for. Yeah, because if know. you expect somebody to be at every showing, well, it's not going to happen if I'm three hours away. So then what I would do is we've done it in the past. Chris and I did this up in uh, Devil's Lake where we had a bunch of stuff listed where we had a local agent that worked with us, we partnered with. And so we could advertise it here in the cities and get the you know the momentum of the buyers – We'd send them up there, and then we had somebody up there to walk them, you know, through the properties, walk the docks, and and do all that fun stuff. So, it can be done. Otherwise, we refer them out. Yep, exactly. Um, why don't you give me your information though? How to get a hold of you guys, Thane? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, our website is nattyormarina.com. K n o t t y o a r marina.com. And uh, yeah, we have a full line of crest uh, pontoon rentals. Um, can book those online as well. Uh, we have a fleet of pontoons for sale so yeah definitely uh, stop on down give uh, larry or myself a phone call um, our number is uh, 952-447-4300 and uh yeah we'd love to talk or show you some comparisons and kind of educate you on how, how are you able to get that 4300 number that's been around for a long time hasn't it it's been around a long time, long time. <laughs> yeah you don't get it. that number that's great 447-4300 yep absolutely okay. thank you so uh next week I'm yes. gonna be uh, I'm gonna be in doing a little Denmark action. So Mr. Pereski is gonna be World on China, his own. Are you? Yeah. Oh, so why, why are you hopefully going to he'll make it. My kid plays football in Denmark, so we're going to kind of get to go visit him. So well, that sounds like fun. American football in Denmark. You so. need a life coach because, to go with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could help you make good decisions. No, totally. Hey, we've got uh, open houses all this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on chrisrooney.com. I'm sure you do, Andy. Yeah, prasky.com is, is the same, and then our Facebook page too. So, yeah. All right, let's hit a few more texts here. I'm going to sell my Edina home. It's in great shape, but was told to have cracks uh, in the fireplace interior. Should this be repaired for inspection? 
Well, it'll get called out for sure. Yeah, it, and it's usually a I don't six, know if a fireplace has never has not gotten called out. I right. mean, it's it's crazy. So if you have a wood burning fireplace, yep. the odds of that. I mean, because I mean, think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. a fireplace person coming in saying, "Oh, yeah, there's no problems. You'll never have a fire." They're not going to say that, right? You know, they're they're they, liability if they say that. So sure. typically, there is something, but you know, you also might want to think about just putting a gas insert in there. Yeah, that's you a know, great. That's a that, very affordable about. I don't want to say quite half price, but it's probably seventy five percent of the cost of repairing, and then still having wood. There's some. I remember I sold the house uh, in Eden Prairie, boy, three four years ago now. That uh, it was a fifty thousand dollar fix of the fireplace. These wow. people wanted the wood burning fireplace. That must have been one of those you can walk into, or what? Just a monster, huge fireplace. Yeah, and there's a cremation and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you make a mistake, it turns into the cremation room. Oh, God. Yeah, so be very careful. Okay. okay. My realtor and I agreed on a selling price. Realtor then asked me to add 400 square feet of hardwood, put a fence in the backyard, and then repaint 2,600 square feet. Oof. Shouldn't these improvements add value to the home price? I don't know how that agent said, but they might mm-hmm. have told you that, you know, based on those improvements, right. that's what you'll end up getting. Well, for. or Chris, think about this too, a shifting market. Boy, if somebody came on the market, maybe two more listings came on since you talked about the price and they're in better condition for that price. And so maybe he, she is just trying to help you prepare to be a, a, in a competitive spot. When I go into houses, I always say, you know what, we'll, we'll figure out the price a week before we're going to go on. Right. Because number one, we got to know what the competition is that we're facing. Yep. And I got to know what you've done. And I'll tell you, even though we've done it, I've been in it 29 years, Andy, mm-hmm. you've been in it forever. I mean, even sometimes the end product surprises us. Right. You know, and all of a sudden we see it, it's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And the other big thing is, is how it photographs. Yep. So what I tend to do is I don't go back until I see the new photographs. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I can from a marketing standpoint, because that's your first impression. Yep. And, and that's a huge thing. I've, I've raised prices 10, 20,000 mm-hmm. because of the photos we have. Well, and that you're, you're right, Chris. And I think that the other thing you got to keep in perspective is that when you're on the market, eventually it's going to become your turn. You're the prettiest house at the best price. And I have an example of that this week in Blaine. We had a model that was listed for the spring preview, had an offer on it early. The buyer walked away. So the house has still got 62 days of market time on it. Friday, Four offers, all over asking price. Everybody's fighting over this house because at, it was its moment. I mean, that was a time where now there's nothing at that price in that area, and everybody fights over the deal. So going back to the question we were asked, that, that, that positioning is ridiculously important in today's market com- from a competitive perspective. And that's the difference between selling in hours versus selling in months. Yep. Totally. I had a great phone call this week, too. I was going to say it at the very beginning, but I didn't. It was it was from someone that we've been uh, corresponding with was for some time. And uh, they want to sell their house within a year to two years. Hmm. But they called to be able to get our stager designer to come in. Smart. And I was like, yes, this is what you got to do. Do it, you know, so you have time to get all this stuff done. Because that's why a lot of people get delayed. They want to put it on in April, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden it's July. And maybe they missed their market. You've well, got to we, be able to attack. Well, we always jokingly say, do those graduation improvements when they're sophomores so you can enjoy them for three years. And then when they yeah. go off to college and you move, you at least you got to enjoy That's some of your point. investment. Yeah. Oh, what do we got? we got a minute we got left. about 60 seconds to go here. 60 guys. minutes. All right. Thane, you must have some wisdom for us. How many people on on the lake mm-hmm. actually use your services from a pontoon rental? So they live on the lake and they actually use your services. 
you from know, a rental it's, perspective. A lot of times uh, it's for the customer that's having like a big uh, reunion and they want to get one mm. or two or three extra or, or their boat has broken down. And, and so, yeah, quite a few actually or in well, between. I'm closing on a house on the lake at the end of this month on Prior Lake and uh, – I will be using those services. Well, you know, <laughs> drop off, bring it over to my house. That's why I have to question Cooler you: is how much, how much business have I given uh, you over the years? So I think you need oh. to buy one. Yes, dang, dual four hundred. Spent all that. Yeah. Two hundred yeah. grand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Thane, I'm thinking two hundred <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to be back next week. We hope you join us. in. now, how do we get in touch with you guys? What is that no, no, website? Small case, Andy and Rooney capitalized. Andy and Rooney. Com. What a guy. <laughs> Andy and Rooney dot com. All right, we'll be back next week here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.